Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. Each pod we play through a cooperative experience and then relay to you, the listener, if this game is the creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. So, Nave, we once again have the honor of getting new guests in the Gaming Together studio. Would you like to introduce them? I just want to say first off that hearing you speak uninterrupted for like more than five seconds, I realized that that mic is yeah. even worse than I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is, these are our friends, uh, podcasting brothers over at 1H1D, One Hour and One Decision. This is Tom and Chris. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Uh, do you guys want to explain the premise of your uh, podcast before we go any further? I'd love to have Chris do that for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so basically the premise of our, our podcast is we, Tom and I, play a random game on Xbox Game Pass. We let the surprise me button on on there pick the game for us and we play it for an hour and then we talk about it on our podcast and we decide if we want to keep playing it or not it's That's really interesting because have, how many times were you using that surprise me button before you guys decided this should be like a show <laughs> well it was actually when i when i just got uh game pass i was i was pretty overwhelmed with the the choices of games I was like, well, what's this? What does this button do? And like, okay, it's pretty self self explanatory. But I was like, huh? Like, I think this could be pretty interesting to like talk about this. And um, and then I pitched the idea to Tom, and uh, I told him we'll only be playing for an hour. We don't need to do a whole thing, like beat the game and talk about it. Kept it, kept it tight, kept it right, you know. And then uh, we kept it going. That's, I that's really like the one hour thing, also. Which yeah, it one thing that me and philip have started to struggle with after what is it five months of this of doing this is getting through the game so hard to finish we get a fatigued, game. like really close like, to we the almost didn't line. finish this one <laughs> in, in like one qualified. week i mean what do you oh, mean man. almost okay but they we were two bonus levels <laughs> that looked interesting you know all right that's later on though uh so how did you guys meet we were friends in college yeah. oh right on we were friends in high school and we never went to college. We're dum-dums. Which that leads right into our <laughs> special gaming together question we always ask our new guests. We'll start with you, Chris. Do you have like a notable co-op memory from like growing up? I always talk about playing like Super Mario 3 with my sister and us gaming out when we were kids. I have, I have too many. Clearly, I have grays in my beard. So, you know, I've, <laughs> I've, 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 uh, I've had uh, quite a few games that I've played. But um, the, the ones that I always think about are... Like one is like Rock Band was always a, a a game that I've like loved and just the old like Ninja Turtle game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the arcade game Turtles in Time all those Battle Toads Double Dragon all those were just amazing good times good times all all around I have sad memories of the Turtle games on like that are you talking about the SNES ones Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah um I was in like the Cub Scouts for like two or three months. And whenever I was living in a town called Muskogee, it was basically like my daycare. And I would sit and just play the Turtles in Time game. And every time somebody would come and play with me, they would just get frustrated with the game. And they were all older than me because I was just dumb. Yeah. Like I was like way younger than everyone else. And so I would just feel bad. I was like, oh, I just want to be the one with the purple bandana. Donatello. Donatello. Oh, man. <laughs> All the best ones end in O, Chris. Whatever, whatever. It's always Raphael. It's always Raphael. No. All right, Tom. 
How about you? Do you have a notable co-op memory? Uh, well, I will echo Chris's sentiments that all of the like beat 'em up games were a pretty big deal when I was a little boy, uh, especially since I do have a brother who is about 18 months you know, or so younger than me. Oh, the player too. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up playing a lot of, yeah, games with him. You know, so we played all kind of the traditional stuff like that, you know, the Mario Brothers, Mario Kart, all that sort of stuff. But I will mention that you can make a co-op game out of any kind of game uh, because my brother and I used to play a game called Ultima Online uh, and we had to share an account because, you know, we were kids and whatever. And we would just sit next to each other and like, co-run characters and then like swap off and have other you know be trade with each other and things like that in an online persistent world where we were just manning together one character you know with other people so that kind of makes me think of my uh cousin chance me and him would i would spend the night at his house like four nights in a row and we'd play a game called runescape which is just a free browser-based <laughs> Uh, MMORPG, and we would just take turns playing Guitar Hero 3 and RuneScape. Like, we would play like, three or four songs, and then I'd be like, okay, <laughs> let me cut more logs down. And we would just sit there and cut logs. Like, it, we, that was just so fun. I don't even... I wish I was like that. You gotta make those numbers go up. That was the whole point, right? You gotta get that lumber skill up. <laughs> yeah, with... <laughs> There's a running joke where I'm just addicted to phone games that are just clicker games that all you do is just press a button and numbers get bigger, and it's my favorite. But You should, you should try Progress Quest if you haven't already. Don't get me started. I'm playing like a, a weird game on the on Snapchat. I didn't even know Snapchat had games, but I, oh, okay. I'm playing one now. You found unfortunately. it. Yeah. So we are a gaming podcast, and before we hit our main title game, we usually like to just do a little update saying, like, what games are we playing these days? So, looks like you guys have not had a chance to update the notes. So let's start with Nave. Nave, what are you playing? Well, I think it's pretty appropriate that this game just now got on Game Pass. Um, so now it's available for you guys to accidentally stumble upon. Have you guys heard of uh, Limnus Gate? I no. vaguely heard about it, and it sounded really interesting. I, I mean, like I heard um, there was another podcast that Gamers Watch crew that talked about it very quickly. I was like, oh, it looks, sounds pretty neat. So it's like a first-person but, like, turn-based game or something like that? It's interesting. So there are multiple game modes. There's a game mode where it is turn-based and then a game mode where you play simultaneously against an opponent. But basically it's a multi-round uh, shooter, kind of like a Counter-Strike or something like that in that vein. It's a lot more casual, though, because there's a bunch of characters, probably like six or seven. They just have different loadouts and abilities. And you go through the round... If you take turns, then those are objective-based games, like destroy their thing or something like that. And you do your turn, and then they do their turn. And then after the first turn, your character is recorded, kind of like a replay, like in Ooh. Mario Kart or any like racer. And so that character will go and do that thing. And on your second turn, you can kill the opponent's character. And then on their second turn, they can save their character by killing your character. And when you die in this game you continue playing as a ghost just in case your character gets saved. So if you have a rocket launcher guy that you want to save, then you can kill whoever killed them in the previous rounds. And then that time loop will continue with that character saved and they'll have to play. It's almost like a really weird first person chess. And if you play simultaneously, it is just chaos. There's no, there's no like <laughs> logic to it anymore. You are just trying to kill whoever is the human controlled character <laughs> As much do as much as you can after you kill them. Yeah, I have to. It sounds so fun. Like I, I'm, I, like I have to start this out. It sounds yeah. 
the best part about it is is that it's either 1v1 or 2v2. And there are multiple different ways that those can go as well. So 1v1, obviously, it's either simultaneous or turn-taking. And then 2v2, it's those two as well. But then there's also, you can have both people play at the same time, I think. And then you can have either both of the, either you and your teammate, then both of them go uh, take turns. Or, yeah. like, me like take a turn table. and Chris take a turn, and then Philip take a turn and Tom take a turn uh, uh, simultaneously. And whenever you're playing turn-taking or whenever you're playing one of those modes where you're not actively shooting uh, for a round, you fly a drone around and you can mark people. So it's like if someone important's getting killed, you can mark the enemy and then that enemy will be marked for every round after that af- as long as you don't change your mark so that you know, like, oh no, our rocket launcher guy got killed. I can go run over there and kill that guy. It's very interesting. Doesn't play too great, but <laughs> but it's an interesting, <laughs> oh, it's an interesting premise. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not Rainbow Six Siege or Counter Strike, but I mean it, it it's still fine enough. There's a lot of killing yourself with the rocket launcher people. <laughs> There's a lot of that happening. Because if you if you like spawn with the rocket launcher person and immediately start shooting to the other side of the map, you can later on in the rounds accidentally walk in front of that, and then from then oh, on yeah. every loop after that is you getting killed by the rockets immediately. It's it's not great. <laughs> Don't do that. All right, Tom. <laughs> what you can't. You can't All right, what about you, Philip? We have guests. You you want to let them get in on this? Nope. You know? <laughs> so I've been playing. Go for it. Mountain Blade. Who are you gonna pick? War <laughs> Warband. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Mountain Blade Warband. The Mountain Blade has mods on it. Of course it has mods. It has a whole Steam community page dedicated to your workshop. Is it just for PVE or something like yeah, that? I don't it, know how well, Mountain Blade there is works. multiplayer, but I pretty much only do PVE. You guys familiar with the Mountain Blade games? I am familiar. Okay. Like, when you say it like that, it makes me think you might be in my boat where you have a couple hundred hours in, right? <laughs> I I haven't played it like that. Oh, okay. One of my friends is very much into them. So I've, by proxy, I know a lot about them, uh, you know, from discussion. Yeah. Like, we have friends that play too, but they play primarily the uh, multiplayer where you have people playing musical instruments like the flute and you have people run around with frying pans in medieval sort of like uh, Napoleonic style combat in medieval combat. And I'm more into the uh, RPG build a kingdom, like PVE elements of the game. It's definitely my cup of tea, but good game. Very old. Recommend it. There's a new one. I haven't played it. I was wondering about that too, because I was like, I always see the videos of people playing PVP. So I was like, how do you play with mods and not just got like immediately ejected out of the game unless it's just cosmetic? (laughs) In which case, why would you even... It mu- I was like, this must be amazing. There, there must be Teletubbies running around. Skyrim <laughs> dragons. I don't know. No, it's, it's not that fun. There are dragons, though. All right, now, Tom, how about you? What have you been up to? <laughs> okay. Well, I just got back from a week-long vacation, so I haven't played any games except that I brought my Switch with me, and only because one of my friends gave me a list of Pokemon that he needed for his copy of the game. So I went ahead and collected those for him. Uh, I already finished the game a while ago. So, clutch gaming. You know, it was an, Best no friend deal. gaming. Yeah. And, yes. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing the new update that just got released on Oculus Quest 2, uh, Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge. Uh, it came out right before I went on my trip. So I haven't been able to play it, uh, but I'm very much looking forward to uh, playing that content because a lot of cool stuff that 
really talks to me. Yeah, we don't have any uh, VR gaming gear or anything, or at least I don't have any experience. I was just gonna say, I was like, there's a arcade that has like a VR, has the Beat Saber thing, and I started playing. I'm like hardcore rhythm gamer. Like I'm, I was playing. uh, I'm gonna talk about it in a second. The new game Beats per Minute, where it's a first person shooter. A roguelite and you have to fire and reload and jump and dodge to the beat of the music but yeah Very beat cool. saber i was like i've never played it before this is probably going to be disorienting and i was just immediately like expertly doing everything and every time i would be done with the song i would take the headset off and look for my girlfriend and there'd be like 17 children around me like look at that that's <laughs> insane and i'm like do you guys want to play and they're like no you keep doing that <laughs> all right well i guess what were we talking about there are a lot of rhythm-based games in VR, so uh, it's a slippery slope if you uh, oh, yeah, go down that path. I found uh, I got the Vita, and it's just my memory card's just only rhythm games on there. I broke the analog stick because of, of I don't remember what game it was, but you have to like rotate the stick to match with a line, and I'm just like, I, it's broken now. It's useless. Was Lu- Luminous or Lumines? I forgot what it was called. Was that Lemons game? <laughs> what? Oh no, Luminize. <laughs> no, not Luminize. Luminize is the one with the line going the... past the blocks, right? That's yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. A, you can go in a trance. Yeah. I've been playing Tetris. We can't keep doing this. Uh, Chris, <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> so I was fortunate enough to try the Halo test flight. Mm-hmm. So I tried that and I was very pleasantly surprised um, because I've never really liked Halo and I had a good time <laughs> playing it. Like, I, I, it's just true, Tom. Uh, I don't know why you made that face. I, it was true. <laughs> yeah, well, because Halo came out while we were in school together. I, I, and it's a game we would have played I, together exactly. as friends, you know, a thing that I thought we were. And then he says something like that. I, but did we, did we play it, though, Tom? Did we play it? Yeah, we, in Dom's room. No? Get out of here. I didn't play we're it. We're going to call Dom <laughs> up right now. Well, I yeah, did. It was, it was mostly yeah, get, get him on the like watching. Yeah, well. That's a different story, but anyway, um, but yeah, I had uh, I had a really good time with that. And then um, on the other side, like I've, I've been playing this game called The Artful Escape. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's a very pretty looking game, and the music and stuff like that with it was was really cool. So I'm uh, trying to finish that up and um, hope getting ready for Battlefield 2042, which is coming out tomorrow. If you have Game Pass Ultimate, by the way. So is it really? Um, you plug them like they're our sponsor. Yeah. Well, we just hey, so happen to be day. sponsored by Game Pass. No. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Good lord. But uh, but yeah, that's that's um, that's kind of what I've been doing right now. So. Nice. You guys have got a really good spread, actually. A lot better than we usually do. Well, I think we talked about Artful Escape, didn't we? Yeah. Did we? I don't remember. No. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, how was the Halo flight, Philip? You've been playing the Halo <laughs> flight too, right? Uh yeah. Right before I hit the road, I was able to get in a couple matches. And it's Halo. <laughs> like, yeah. It feels like Halo is the only way I'm really describing it. That's like that tweet that went viral. It's like, this game's a Halo-ass Halo game. And I'm like, oh, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, uh, Chris, it. did you get to play with the uh, grappling yeah. hook any? A little bit. Like I, The problem is I couldn't, you can't really, like, maybe my depth perception is bad, but like I couldn't judge like how far I could actually shoot the thing out. So I'd like I I shoot the grappling hook and then like I totally miss what I was trying to get at. I'm not good at the game. I'm not good at first person shooters. That's first of all, which I really appreciate the academy, oh, yeah. so that you can actually like train and do stuff like that and like play against bots. Do some practicing before you actually go into like PvP 
and it's awesome. Like I, I really. I saw some. Uh, I saw a video on Twitter. Is someone named Milky? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's MLG, like like a freaking Mountain Dew gamer or something. He's he, so it was just him in the academy <laughs> doing the sniper challenge level three, where they're running around and ducking behind cover and stuff. And he is just snapping like like bam 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 reload bam bam. And I'm like, you mouse and keyboard players make me fucking sick. And then I keep I investigate, <laughs> and he's playing on a controller. And I'm like, oh my god, oh no, my generation's what? done. I can't, <laughs> I can't even hit, I can't, can't even hit both. center mass on a freaking sniper with a sniper rifle anymore. I'm just, it's over now. <laughs> it looks so fun. Oh my gosh, like, I, I was surprised like how how you can get to level three or like the three stars. Like I was like, how do you do this? I could barely get to the two stars. And like, there's people. Getting... I was watching someone do it oh, with the stake gun or whatever, with the just that shoots a spike, which looks like one of the most fun new guns that they have, and. He couldn't get past the first one. He's like, oh, he's like, he hit the first person that was standing still. And then the very first person that was running, he's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. He's just reloading over and over, just fucking missing. I don't know. It looks so Perfect. fun, though. All right, Philip, do the thing. All right, now does anyone, which thing? Do we have any more games? Oh, I can coming? talk about BPM, I guess. It's really good. It just came out today, or... It came out on Tuesday before this episode comes out. I, I mostly described it already. It's it's a it's it, it's very reminiscent. I think I already mentioned. I don't know if it was in the pregame whenever we were talking before recording of uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. It's like Crypt of the Necro Dancer mixed with Doom a little bit. If that makes any sense to anyone who's listening. Uh, but it's it's a rhythm based first person shooter roguelike. So that's like you know exactly what the game is now just from those three terms smushed together kind of like how Splitgate is halo and portal those two and you're like okay i guess i understand but no grenades in Splitgate. i've been bitching about that ever since i realized i, I was like something's wrong with the combat here <laughs> like something's not exactly halo i don't know but bpm's really fun i've only gotten about an hour and a half i was playing it up until uh tom showed up like i was it was zero hour <laughs> when I stopped playing that. Which I was also surprised when Tom came in, because I was playing Blood Bowl 2, like, just in the background, like, where are these guys going to show up? You know, it's about that time. <laughs> I was like, want to do a little pre-gaming? Is that, um, is that like the spiritual successor to uh, Mutant League? Uh, I might be. Like, this might just be the Warhammer version of Mutant League, but I never played yeah. Mutant League. You're thinking of uh, Mutant, Mutant League football as the original game. And this is, and the next, the new game is like Mutant Football League or something like that. Like this, oh. the guys who made it like made another game that's very similarly titled, but yes, dodges the copyright infringement. Legally distinct tabletop RPG football. But uh, yeah, what he's talking about is Warhammer that's turned into uh, a football game. So it's like similar a but different football game. Yeah. Which my dream, if you know, if we get enough fans out there that just happen to be into very specific football tabletop games we could have a gaming together <laughs> blood bowl league it's better than playing against the One computers day, because then you don't feel like the game's fucking cheating on you i know right all right and then you can trust them to like do dumb stuff and maybe it'll be okay because the computer rarely does dumb things you know the computer just takes you the fuck out all right philip you wrote nightmare move you want to get this off your chest i know you want to vent a little let's let this catharsis Dude. uh therapy session okay so you can probably tell by my lower quality audio that things are not as they should be so back on like i don't know what was it the 28th or so i was I back know. in florida and i got a phone call from uh you know blackland housing saying 
hey, uh, you know the house that we've had reserved for you for the last you know month that you're supposed to be moving your family to in two days? Yeah, it's not going to be available till about the 15th. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to be homeless in two days, and uh, I'm going to need to find a place to live. Lucky thing, my mother-in-law took us in in Oklahoma, about eight hours <laughs> away from where our house is going to be. So we have since moved all our you know crap down to a storage unit in San Antonio. From Florida. And from Florida to Texas. From Florida, yep. yep. Maybe like a 14, 15-hour drive, me and the U-Haul. Get down there, unload everything, pack up, drive eight hours to Oklahoma, which shout out to my mother-in-law. Gingy, I love you. Thank you for keeping me here. In the other room, probably. <laughs> She's opens know, the she door listens. is like, what? Did <laughs> <laughs> you say my <laughs> name? But dude. I don't know why I made her sound so old. But this move <laughs> has just been so terrible because just like the finances of we were going to have to only spend, you know, a certain amount of money. We had it all budgeted out. We were getting here on the first. Everything was perfect. And then it's like, now we need to do basically 15 days of just finances just killing us. Combined with just the amount of driving and the girls, I have two daughters, both school age. We're still getting phone calls from the school saying like, hey, you know your kid's not in school. And we're like, yeah, we withdrew them. And they're like, well, okay. The young one, my nine-year-old, withdraw fine. The 13-year-old, they're saying that they cannot withdraw her until she enrolls at our new school. So they've just been giving her zeros since for the last, you know, five days since we've been gone. Apparently she's just been getting absences and zeros on all her papers. They're like, yeah, she's failing half her classes now. And we're like, she doesn't even go to that school anymore. She doesn't even go there. <laughs> and they're like, well, this is the phone call we got at like four o'clock today, by the way. So I'm going to have to talk to the schools tomorrow. Just nightmare on nightmare. Things just keep going wrong. And we haven't even made it to the house yet. So I have, you know, my dog, my three cats, my two kids, my wife, and we're about to drive. I don't even know what we're going to do. Like, it's a nightmare. I just hope that it's not, you I'm don't get so to the sorry. house and there's not just like mustard gas in there. <laughs> like You just go in there and it's instantly over. <laughs> that's the luck yeah, it sounds God. like. All right. All right. Well, that's enough of my complaining. This is a video gaming podcast. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. How are you guys? Um, what are are we? That was the end of the thing, right? Yeah, that was the end of our intro. Let's take a quick break. And the music plays. All right. Yeah. Again, I, I know he's got he's got work in the morning, so I don't. I just I'm just being cognizant of his. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd prefer if we weren't recording for three yeah. hours. Oh, we don't. Won't. Don't be afraid to be like, <laughs> all right, we got to we got to cut this short. And if you if you want to stay, Chris, you can. We just do whatever the thing is. It doesn't really matter. And we've done one already where someone only stayed for like thirty minutes and then bounced, and we kept going for like another twenty five thirty minutes. So it's not a it's not a huge yeah, uh, situation good. in either case. Yeah, I, I'm good to at least ten o'clock. You, you got oh, we won't go that far. So. Well, it's 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 nine o'clock for them right now, <laughs> Philip. Nine thirty. Oh, cried. <laughs> oh, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, perfect. Two and a half hour. Okay, who's gonna pull it back? All right, we don't have time for this in, and we're back. Oh, great. All right, guys. <laughs> so this game, Human Fall Flat, uh, is a big hit in my household. It has been installed pretty much like day one since we've gotten the Xbox, and my daughters love it. My wife loves it. We we play this game all the time. I just want to tack something onto the end of that. Um, when we were playing this, we played this for two days. When we first started, I had to relearn everything. He was just like doing the level without me while I was just trying to like climb one wall. I was like just watching him go off. And he's like parkouring and doing the level not how you're <laughs> supposed to. Like he's like skipping. And I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> oh yeah, like we. I definitely was doing like level skips. So. You guys, your podcast is much briefer than ours, 
because you guys pretty much get to the point a lot quickly. Plus, you only have an hour of game time basis. So I want to start off. Yeah. How much game time do you guys think you have in Human Fall Flat since your episode? Because I've listened to your episode. One hour. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> One hour. Okay. The <laughs> right. You guys said a couple points. Yeah. You guys had a couple points that I really wanted to hit on. I don't know. When was that? Uh, I didn't check when you guys actually recorded that episode. Hopefully the game's still fresh in your mind. It wasn't too long ago. Right? Yeah. 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 It wasn't, it wasn't too far. So, of course, this game is a hit from the studio. Or is it No Breaks No Breaks Games? I don't know. Or did I write it down? It's No I, I Breaks yeah. Games. No Breaks Games. No Breaks Games. Who is known for Hue and Fall Flat. That's their only game listed. Great. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was their, their big hit, or their only hit, or their only game. Now, if you guys were to classify, I know this is one of my actually kind of favorite segments from y'all show, when you're classifying what is the game you're playing, because usually you guys come up with like separate answers of what the game is, like a, a genre for it you come up for. So what would you guys say Human Fall Just Flat is? Just off of memory. <laughs> Yeah, I I have my notes. So oh, I'm, whoa! I'm cheating a little bit. <laughs> I don't, but I'll tell you that I said it was a physics-based platformer. I mean, that's I think is what that's I pretty put. much right on the head, you know. Yeah, I, I put physics-based puzzle game, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. Yeah, I probably included puzzle as well because yeah, it's a puzzle platformer, right? It's a platformer that's. You what would you say, Philip? If you just oh, had yeah. to make something up real quick, this is a full-on troll simulator. <laughs> I was going to make a I was going to make a really <laughs> dumb name too. I was going to be like frustration simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying your friends simulator. I don't know. Simulator is a good word. Yeah. So when you guys played it, uh did you just try to play it solo? No. Um so this game uh, came to us from um a podcast, well, friends and they have their own podcast. Um Joe and Darwin, they do this show called How do we miss this? But they that's um, right. Give them excuse. To they, they're to the this. ones that suggested. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones that um, that suggested this game uh, because it, w- it would allow us to all play together. So we did play. All four of us played um, the game for the most part. Like my my game kept crashing, so I was oh, I was a little annoyed about that. Sad days. Like I, it hard crashed my computer. Like I had to restart. My Were you the only one on bad. the PC? But um, no, I think there was one other person that was on. PC. But but yeah yeah we all we all played together so it was it was definitely interesting and we were they were they were streaming it as well so that was another how much uh, experience do you guys have in like just games that are purposefully they purposefully control horribly <laughs> do you play those <laughs> recreationally I mean we talked we talked about it like you know we we've played Resident Evil like that plays horribly that's fair. Yeah, you guys talked about point. the tank in Resident Evil. Evil yeah yeah I feel like any like early 2000s like japanese adventure games kind of had that terrible like controls for me i, I don't know but tom you can you could probably chime in on what what else. i i think when when the controls are horrible with purpose i guess it doesn't bother me so much like for resident evil those controls are designed that way to create suspension tension um, and so it works, right? You panic because your character is not doing exactly what you want them to do because it doesn't handle the way you think it should, which takes a lot of the challenge away from the later games in the series. But that's a whole another topic. But in this particular title, I think it just was frustrating. Like it didn't I don't think it added anything. I wasn't being hunted by anything. I just made my time more frustrating and 
take longer than I wish I made it a did. tweet about this. Unfortunately, the Smash reveal happened, so I had a billion tweets above that, so I had to like search for it. But I asked a bunch of questions, and, and on, people only really wanted to talk about how badly the, con- the game controlled. But Game Positive, uh, which you guys know, Game Positive replied, and he said, compared to Co-op, this game's controls are Halo Infinite levels of crisp. So are you guys familiar with the browser game Co-op? Yes. It's, <laughs> Perfect, it's yeah. a classic. Uh, that's a fair yes. That's a fair assessment. But, I you said know. this game. I said Co-op is the Dark Souls of walking games. It's hard to. <laughs> it's hard for this because I'm like I replied to all these because I felt like I needed to, and I'm now I'm like I don't even know how to read this anymore. Yep. This is just gibberish at this point. Another uh, another podcast called the Co-op Button. I actually don't think they have the word the in the front of it, but they said the buttons feel limited. Uh, the button feels limited control. Okay, I get it. The button feels limited control can be interesting, uh, an interesting limit that recontextualizes a game. I'm sorry, Philip, you're just going to have to edit that. I don't want to read it again. All right. It can make for okay. fun and emerging emergent moments. Sometimes it's so good to be bad. And then an odd fox, who I think may be a small YouTuber, uh, he says, it's a great game to fuck around with your friends and the wonky controls and floppy characters add to that experience. So everyone, it's obvious that this game's main draw is your little infant bodies that that don't know how to work right actually i have the point of contention here because i had never thought of the controls as bad until i heard y'all's episode and you guys were like yeah these controls are (laughs) booty and this game is hard to play for no reason this is just like an abstract difficulty curve and i was like this game has bad controls like just give me an objection (laughs) to say that Human Fall Flats controls aren't bad. <laughs> no, they are finely tuned. Okay. I just have because, no problem playing. Wow. Just because. <laughs> All right, let's keep going, because we'll talk about this in a minute. Philip's good okay, at this game. So, Actually, I already brought it up. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like we love kind of uh, the alternative control style games. Like, we love our, our skates, and um, I'm trying to think of another game now that has ridiculous controls. Help me here, I'm I dying. Don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm thinking... Skate is okay. good. Let's what was see. that game we said that was yeah. like Skate? That reminded me of Skate. We did a episode on it, didn't we? Talking about Steep? No. No, we were talking about Rocket League. That doesn't have a counterintuitive oh, controls. Never mind. That wasn't even our yeah. episode. That, no, that we were somewhere good. else. Okay, that's why I was having such a hard time. Anyway, doesn't matter. Skate okay, is a skate. good example. We'll just go with that. That game has completely obtuse controls. Like if you did not watch any tutorials, you will not understand how to play Skate. Ooh, you know, what you know what else? Have you guys played Guitar Hero Live? The Guitar Hero after that was on the PS4 and Xbox One with the six buttons? No. I don't blame no, you because no. nobody did. Um, I bought it because <laughs> I am a sucker for that kind of stuff. And I actually play the real guitar. And so the six buttons were actually three on the top and three on the bottom. And whenever I played it at first, I was like, this is so counterintuitive. It feels so dumb. It's because it's like not even the same in either direction. Like it's pulling itself in, apart. But right. then I played a song that I know how to play, like with my eyes closed. Uh, Rage Against the Machines, uh, "Killing in the Name," and it is exactly the same on real guitar. And all of a sudden, it all clicked. Like because that song is basically only on the top two strings, and it's only like three or four frets. So it's like except for you're not moving your hand down slightly. It's like the same song, and I'm like. Oh, I understand every single song now. And then I just got really good at it all of a sudden. And and now it's dead. Huh. It's a dead game. And so it doesn't even matter. But <laughs> it's it's. I think that's something that Philip's saying. I've, I might have just been pulled over to Philip's side. I might have just convinced myself. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, we only had an hour, so we couldn't actually go and, and 
figure it out. But fortunately or unfortunately, that allows us to have our quick decisions on games. So yeah, which is very pertinent to the which, whole point. I want to have fun playing video games, and if okay. I'm not having fun, then I don't like the game. It's, I mean, I think that rolls over into something that I had a, a strong feeling of. You know, just tension and frustration slowly, at which the only thing that ever doing what I'm trying to do never felt satisfying. It was so I would just con- constantly be a boiling over volcano and then something funny would happen and that would just ease all the tension. And that was kind of my experience. Like I never had fun with the game itself. It's the shenanigans that always just pursued uh, ensued just randomly like and none of us were trying to do it which i guess if you're only playing for an hour it makes sense that you probably had like it's like similar to goat simulator you probably had fun for like 20 minutes and then you were just like this is actually really bad i can't keep doing this where philip dragged me like i had to just keep playing so i was just like i will we'll find fun somewhere (laughs) which is not a good review i guess yeah no i i mean (laughs) i i i totally agree what you guys are saying like it was just watching people do like stupid shit all the time like throughout the game (laughs) that just made me really enjoy it like in that sense but then it was like when i actually had to do those things i'm like oh god like this i can't i can't do this this is my hands don't work that way which philip you want to explain how like the level design kind of works like especially the part where when you get to the end like what like the fact that you only need to get to the end like one person does oh yeah like the way it works Mm -hmm. is you get dropped into the world and there is a not required path to like, there's a simple path like, oh, here, there's a couple mechanics you can learn. But if you just know how to climb, you can pretty much skip anything. There was multiple levels in our nine hour long playthrough where I was like, Nave, we're not dealing with this. I'm just going to go to the end. And because this is cancer. And he'd be like, I'm stuck. And I'm like, okay, waddle, 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 waddle all the way up there. Which these guys really do move like infants. Like that was a very specific yeah. phrase for me because like once I once I realized that is why my girlfriend's just my girlfriend just baked out of her mind in the corner of the room, just laughing the whole time. <laughs> Probably because the controller's not in her hands, but she's just laughing the whole time. And I'm just like, what is so funny about? I'm just walking in a straight line, and then I just the observation of the characters are just really stupid. Like. Everything about them, like you, if your head hits anything, it just bonk and it just bends back, and your neck snaps, and it's yeah. like a really goofy situation. Which one? Another thing you guys always talk about to bring back to your show is uh, character customization. I know you only have an hour, but did you guys get to do any of like the painting or like webcam prints or anything on your characters? Oh, I didn't know you could do that. I I, I went like straight on because I didn't okay. want to waste time. Like Tom does all the customization stuff. He's the you know, he needs to put on his frilly shirt and stuff like that while he plays. You gotta immerse yeah. yourself. No, I'm I'm a sucker for character customization. <laughs> yeah, that came so. up in the I did look at it. I didn't realize you could you could take webcam images. <laughs> oh yeah. Tell. You can put any image you want on there. <laughs> Philip had a fucking sweater just with his face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was like a <laughs> bad picture. Part. It's great. It was just <laughs> amazing just in the yeah. dark that sounds pretty <laughs> just cool his face in the dark where his screen is the only thing yeah. illuminating his face it's like unbelievable God, so dumb so you guys only had an hour and of course this game is get to the finish line the game that's all you need to do but a lot of things can happen on the way to the finish line 
Did you guys ever experience any um, counterproductive play from your teammates? Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> it, it, it was like actually like on the very first level. One of our one of the guys that was we were playing with, he was like trying to drag me off the. The classic. That's the move. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, oh, come here. I want to show you something. I was like, okay. But like after that, I think I think we, I, I think also because of our how our show is formatted, like we all knew that there had to be we had to get as far as we can in this hour. So, like these guys already played this game; they're very familiar with it. So they were our Philip and dragging <laughs> us through to the end of the game. What did we get through? Like three. Levels, I don't remember. I, I remember that we got to the castle stages. Yeah, okay. we got and, to the castle. and then I, I thought those were cool because, you know, castles. Did you get catapulted? You guys were just getting... Yeah. Nice. You yeah. guys just had the interesting levels because the first three are just tutorials. Uh, so everything after that has a theme and it's so much more interesting. Or it has a mechanic that is specific to that level, such as collecting batteries to take to a generator to power them up, to take to a different machine. Or like, like ice stuff like and that. stuff that you have to break. Like, I think you guys mentioned you broke glass. There's like multiple levels where like you have to break glass or ice or something. And then, because uh, my, huh. the thing that made me laugh the most was, I got this on stream too. I might upload this to Twitter where Phil, we were struggling to get a board, like to be a bridge on the ice level. It's a very bad level. It sucked. That drained us of all of our emotion. It was, it was so but um, eventually he was able to jump across with a rock so that he can break the the ice wall he hits the ice wall once and the rock he lets go for some reason the rock falls out of his hands and so i was like he was like oh you made it and he's like yeah of course i made it and he hits the wall and i grab the rock as soon as it falls down i go we'll make it again and i just launch the rock off (laughs) off the ledge and he's like no and he grabs me and picks me up like the undertaker (laughs) like to choke slam me like (laughs) trying to walk me over to the and of course you could struggle when you're in the air (laughs) i'm like grabbing his head and pushing him like trying to keep myself alive and that's the kind of that's the kind of idiocy oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're just delirious from two hours of being on the same level. It felt like. Did you guys do like a, a really long playthrough of this game? Oh or? yeah, like we started from level one. Even though I've already played through this game multiple times, me and him have even played yeah. like maybe an hour or two together on different levels. But I was like, Dave, we need a comprehensive playthrough of this game that is very you know, popular in my family. And he's like, do we have to start at level one? I really, I think that was verbatim when we started at level (laughs) one. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. And I proceed to, you know, trick shot 360 no scope over the wall, like (laughs) on the first area. I'm like, don't worry, this will take no time at all. There was multiple spots in the the levels where we would be doing a puzzle for a minute and I would just be like, man, fuck this. I think we can get over that wall if we stack stuff up. <laughs> and then, and by we, I mean him. I'm like, get over the wall, which one of the most important mechanics in the game, if you're moving through together, like we were just playing by ourselves. So there was no one else. Um, no one ever joined. I don't know if our lobby was like private or something. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, um, it said on private. Oh, okay. Well, um, all you have to do, there are like a hundred checkpoints in every level and all you have to do is get to that spot and then, Everyone else can kill themselves and spawn there, and then you all can work together. So multiple times I would be like, let's just get you over that wall, and likely there's a checkpoint on the other side, and I would just kill myself immediately. And so uh, it made it a lot less stressful on me, who is way worse, at the, significantly worse at this game. To, to be clear, you can't actually kill yourself. You just fall off the level and then reappear. Yeah, just <laughs> no. right back down. Yeah, unfortunately, there's you... no escape from this game until you turn it off. 
Oh, that was the other thing I suggested. I'm like, Nave, do you want to do iron mode? Where, like, one death, we restart the level. Uh, I was like, he's like that sounds no. like the worst thing. Because <laughs> that, that castle level's hard. I think, I think yeah, and I think, I think Tom tried to game the system by, like, killing himself to get to certain places. Yeah. Like, float? Right? Yep. Yeah, I would just jump off the level, and as I'm falling back into the level, try to, like, position where I land like from playing, the fall. Like you're playing Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, basically. I didn't even think about that. Every time I yeah. fell, I just set the controller down, and I was eating, like, ramen noodles. I ate so many ramen noodles during this playthrough. I don't know what it was about this game. <laughs> Maybe the noodly appendages well, we, that made me want... We kind of touched on it a little bit. I don't know um, if you guys experienced this in your very short, brief playthrough... But this game really does awaken a childlike joy in you. Does it? I, I was going to say, I'm not sure. <laughs> there, I mean... I was going to say, there would yeah. have to have been, like, something spontaneous happen. That's where most yeah. of my joy came from. Yeah, I, I mean, enjoyed like, picking up a board and using it as a lance to run <laughs> through things. Yeah. <laughs> Which, after I, I listened to your episode between our first day and our second day, and our second day was when we started recording, and, like, the very beginning of the stream... I we were we had to catch a stick on fire for some reason I guess like to light coal on fire and I was like unhand thee like I was just thinking about you with your you were like I have a lance because I like castles and knights and stuff and I was like I was like drop it knave and he's like drop what and I grabbed this grabbed it and I'm pulling it out of his hand and he's just trying to push my head I'm, of course like I think that's what, is that what you mean Tub by the childlike yeah like there's so many points where like you have a very expressive character. I know it looks very simple. It's just like toddler body, jelly body or whatever. But that simple, the ability to just raise your arms in the air is so expressive. Because there were multiple yeah. points where, I remember one point that was like, okay, we are trying to cheese this point. We just got to make this jump. And I remember I made the jump and I, I just didn't make it by like the slightest bit. And I remember like looking back at Nate and I see you up on the cliff staring down at me. And I just like take one arm off the wall and I waved you. <laughs> And you just like, <laughs> yeah, just like staring at it. I got that on stream too. That's, it was very dumb. Yeah, there's multiple times like I would like you because it's the, your arms don't just go straight up when you hold down the triggers. That's how you play this game, by the way. You hold right trigger and left trigger for your right arm, left arm. They they're sticky. They grab onto things. That's the whole. Yeah, you have sticky hands. Well, they they point where you're pointing, like where you're looking at the center of the camera. So multiple times I would hear Philip laughing because I'm like, we need to go over there. And we need to get that, but I think that, and I'm like pointing around, the, and of course we're like gelatin boys, or like <laughs> flopping around. This is what I meant by we need cameras, by the way. I, I'm like people are listening, and they're just like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm like expressively flailing my arms everywhere. But it, it, yeah, just just seeing that that the craziness of just the crazy bodies and like flopping around was was always great. Just that 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 in itself made it at least bearable for the hour which philip do you remember the time right. that we were the first time we played this game probably like a year or two ago or something like that we played in a public lobby and we just constantly had like a full lobby of just random people yeah that adds to that expression because we weren't like communicating verbally but they were like they would stand there and i would have like a stick and they would just raise their hands like they were like i was sticking them up <laughs> and then i'm just immediately like okay come here i'm gonna grab them and i'm like are we i don't know if we're playing with children or whatever but like we're just just goofing off and just role playing yeah well philip's like trying to finish the level and i'm just fighting with like three random people that i'm never gonna meet again and we're all like wearing <laughs> pumpkin heads and stuff like just looking ridiculous all right boys i know in your episode uh you covered your kind of like overall thoughts on your one hour to play through but 
here's what I'm hitting with you guys. After our little brief, I know you guys are pressed for time. So we're getting to this. After our brief little uh, R explaining to you our experience with this game so far, would you be willing to take a second look at Human Fall Flat? Maybe an hour or two? Second hour? Oh, that. If they change the the controls, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If there was like a bumper jumper, like um, Halo. (laughs) Yeah. I was. uh, I think we talked about this on the episode too. Like, it seems like a game that I would probably play with people like at the house. Yeah. Like, cooperatively there. Um, I don't know if people would be like dying to play this online together. I, I mean, you know. If there, if there are, then more power to you. But it's just like, for me, it seems like when you have the people together and and playing this like all in the same room, it, like that would just give me more enjoyment in playing this game, like for the next hour, if I was to do that. What about so, you, Tom? Which it does feature couch co-op as well. I didn't even know it had couch co-op, honestly. <laughs> uh, I agree with Chris that I think it would be improved by uh, couch co-op. It does. It would help the like. If somebody was to try to drag you off a cliff, there are physical repercussions <laughs> for that action. Oh, yeah. I was um, going to say, I might have fist fights if this was our party game at my house. But, yeah, it just wasn't – it's just not for me. It's, you know, I'm glad that somebody else derived joy from it because I don't, I don't believe that I am, you know, the end-all be-all for uh, video game decisions. You're yeah. just on the decision podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's why there's two of us, right? It's not. It's not just Tom's decision hour. Which it does seem like. <laughs> I from what I've listened to, it seems like you guys tend to agree broadly, like overall. Uh, on the just, I would I would read the ones I've read, I've watched, but or listened to, but that would take a minute. I've listened to probably about. I think I listened like seven today, because I because they're, wow. they're since they're only twenty oh. minutes long, and I work for like twelve hours. I have like a long time of just time to listen to podcasts and stuff <laughs> and so i think every single one of them though you guys were pretty especially this one <laughs> you guys are like i don't i then you this was a one with a guest on as well so yeah they um I, again they were the ones that presented this game to us so we're like okay we'll, we'll give it a shot um no we've had a couple i mean yeah i think you're right i think for the most part we we do tend to lean towards the same direction on on games but um but we've had some differences in opinion uh, especially, especially during like our uh, the episode where we had to, where we we kind of did a recap of the first sixteen oh, games that yeah. we did. There was a lot of that, a lot of the back know. and forth. I'm still, yeah. I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still rooting for my train simulator, <laughs> right. even though Tom doesn't, <laughs> doesn't like it. game of the year, right? No, game of the year, right there. So, which uh, it's only because you got to try out the Li Double R, and I did. <laughs> I mean, it, it would ch- it changes my whole. I do have a couple questions about. Yeah. So, if you hit the surprise me button and it pulled up a second game, like like if it pulled up Human Fall Flat again, what happens? Do you guys just reroll? Since like any game, like even if it was a game you liked, like Metro. So yeah, yeah I, we would. If it's a game that we've played, we yeah we don't we don't uh, we reroll because it just doesn't make sense. Has that happened like, already? Um, I think it happened once. Because I was I was curious if you if like if that happens, do you just keep it in or do you just edit out? Like you just go again? Oh yeah, yeah we, okay. we go again. I don't I don't, I don't after yeah. I after that came out of my mouth, I was like I don't see why they wouldn't just re. There's like no extra effort at all. Just go boop. And just... No, maybe after that it's like all right, sorry, we have to end the podcast. It's over. Yeah, well, yeah we, we had a dead end. Yeah. Well, so up. if you We're got done. Metro again, like not the second game, but like the first or the third one, 
it's it's all ships go though, right? Yeah, because yeah, I mean it's it's definitely it's a different mm-hmm. game, right? So it, it's it's just weird though that we've only been getting the sequels. We haven't been getting any <laughs> sort of like the the beginning, the first games. Yeah. So that was surprising. But, uh, what were you gonna say, Tom? You know. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, <laughs> I think I was just gonna say that you know. Like Chris said, I think there have been a couple of instances where one of us has played the game yeah, and the other hasn't. And that gets a little bit more complicated because it's like, well, if one of us hasn't played it. And I think early on in the show, I think we ran with it, you know, if yeah. one of us had had not played it. But I think as we've been going on, even if one of us has played it, we nix it and say, let's let's try to both approach, approach this fresh. I think it was... Uh, uh... That was one I just recently listened to. It, there's no point. There's no point in looking. There's so many now. <laughs> All, right. Um, All right. Well, if you guys We're get our time, if you guys get Yakuza, remember me. I'll be the because it's not going to be. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. I can, I need to be the shining Kiryu that keeps the positivity going. <laughs> I will. I won't oh, yeah. be combative, um... but I will be like, well, it's okay, you know, it's okay to be wrong, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little combative isn't it but outside of the podcast i did try um yakuza like the zero uh, one yakuza, is yeah. yakuza, yakuza zero. zero is the prequel yeah. yeah that was the one that you probably should start okay. with i tried that and i was like oh my god i when do i actually play the game but it's like that was the thing but like I, I don't know why i got so frustrated with that game but then like a dragon i was just like i i get it and i'm gonna keep going which and one did, did you play first for a bit was longer. it zero first I think it, was, it might have it was been zero. kind of because I had a situation where I got Yakuza Five on PlayStation Plus way back in the day on the PS3, and I played it for about, or actually I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was five, and I played it for about four or five hours, and I was like, I don't see the appeal, and then way later on I got Yakuza Four on like a PlayStation Plus sale, and then realized I was like, oh, I didn't like this game before. Well, I paid money for it this time, so I'm actually going to play a lot of it, and I actually fell in love with it with Yakuza Four, and um. The thing is that I always tell people is that this is a game... I've been playing this since it came out on the Xbox from zero all the way up, and I'm on six now, and it came out in February a year and a half ago. So I have been slowly playing through. Like, this is kind of like my Breaking Bad or, like, my One Piece, you know what I mean? <laughs> so legitimately, yeah, yeah. I'll come I'll come home, I'll play my fun games, and then I'll make myself dinner. And I'll sit down and play Yakuza because I'm going to be sitting there and watching a cutscene for 20, 25 minutes. There's, <laughs> it's pretty regular that, you know, if you don't touch the controller, the screen dims. So it's very regular that that happens yeah, when yeah. you're playing Yakuza. So you need to be very aware. Uh, people need to be very aware. Everyone listening that's listened from day one, they're very aware already because I talk about it every episode. <laughs> but there's a Yakuza update moment every episode. We didn't do it this time because we had guests, but I wanted to spare you of that. <laughs> Of that and then you did it anyways yep. well, I didn't what are you doing you're embarrassing us in front of the guests i'm sorry i'll go get some water and let <laughs> you okay. recoup okay uh, i know you guys are a little pressed for time so is there any final words you'd like to say on human fall flat glad we don't have to play it again <laughs> <laughs> perfect if, if i wanted to play a game with jelly bodies i'll just play fall guys i have more fun with that That's true. okay what about gang beast Oh, it was Gang Beast. Never mind. Gang Beast. I haven't played that. I have not played that yet. I haven't either. Okay, there's also, uh, was it the moving game? Um, what's it? Uh, reliable Super Delivery. Totally reliable movie. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
I'm a big Jelly yeah, Body uh, physics game fan. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Seems like you are. <laughs> I didn't know this about myself till now, but I'm actually. These are the games I'm looking for. Is it that when you when we okay. get big enough that we have to put like descriptions in our thing of like what we are and like rhythm music game RPG and he's like Jelly Boy guy like anything with Jelly Body, <laughs> I'm the expert. Really characters, big heads, perfect. <laughs> There's a game I think that's coming out that looks similar to Gang Beasts, right? It was on an E3, oh, I remember. Um, You're talking about Animal Animal yeah. Murder Party? What's it called? Yeah, yeah. I think animal something like that. It was totally weird. Royale. I think you're getting trivia murder party two. mixed up in there. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, because I, I, I remember looking at it and during E3, and everyone's like, "Oh, is that Gang Beast?" It's like, I don't know, I don't, I, I have no idea what Gang Beast. We did is a, we did an improv E3 episode, and I remember going, "Yeah, this game looks whatever. I don't care." And Philip's like, "No," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and we talked about it for like twenty minutes. We have minutes. to talk about this game. And I was like, "Oh my god, he's very passionate about this." I was like, "This game is just like whatever." Next. <laughs> What about that um, totally accurate battle simulator? Are you into that? Uh, yes and no, because the problem with that one is it's not perfectly physics-based because every character does have like a set health, and once they take damage, but I have put in at least three to four hours in that. I have not. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so tabs is okay. I, I think I played it for well, yeah, well, for whatever time I, I played, played it for like five it. seconds, yeah. and I was like, "There's no achievements in this right now." It was like when is a game preview, and so I was like, "I will wait for that." I've spent money oh on that, and now I'm not going to play it. <laughs> but I think it's on Game Pass <laughs> now, though, isn't it? So I just really wasted it is. It, Yeah, my it money, is. And I? I, I think it's officially out, right? I think it's officially out, too. Yeah, I think so. Right on. Well, all right, Chris and Tom, I want to thank you guys for coming out to our pod. I'm pretty Wish sure it's Tom time, and Chris. Yeah. Isn't that how oh, it's listed in Good Pods? <laughs> doesn't That's matter. We, matter. We, we, know, mean, we know our names. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, it's like it's like I, whenever people say Nave and Philip, I feel really weird. I'm like, I think it's Philip and Nave. It just seems to work better that way. Chris, Chris can have top billing when it's not actually printed anywhere. Gotcha, gotcha. It's yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you see yourself, yeah. like you you know how whenever you see yourself in a mirror, it's like a reflected image, and then whenever you see yourself unreflected, yeah. it looks super strange. Have you ever experienced that? <laughs> it's yes. horrible, actually. It feels yes, bad man. the first time. <laughs> You're like, oh no. I don't even know who I am. Thank you guys so much for having us on. It was uh, it was fun, and uh, you know we, I've been listening to your show and uh, enjoy it. So um, I'm glad glad to get on and uh, talk to you guys about. Oh yeah, stuff. if you want to get on for a game that you guys actually care about, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is almost like a bad call. What were we thinking? Well, yeah. the problem was is you were like human fall flat and i was like i know some guys that played that for sure because we were like looking for a, a guest this time that's why I, I hit you guys up on twitter i was like let's i was ah. like you guys have played this right and then i relisted the episode and i was like oh wait they didn't like this game <laughs> oops <laughs> oh <laughs> no it'll it'll be an experience the thing was is normally when we get guests we uh ask them what they want to do and then they yeah. come back they with pick us. a game they a game they want to talk about, not a game we want to talk about, and then force you guys to sit with us for an hour and talking about a game we really enjoy. <laughs> but like, yeah, if if it weren't for our like really strange situation with uh, Philip moving and everything, by this time Philip, you should have been like mostly done, right? Like mostly settled in, and we would have uh, been. I don't know. We'll see. Oh yeah, I mean, I would have already had my internet hooked up and everything. Yeah, so we would have been like Dang. ready to have a real Just ten more days. Right? <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate it, guys, and we're happily have you guys on again i think i said this already awesome thank you guys yeah i i I do want to point out that i I appreciate both of your passion (laughs) 
Like, I really enjoy talking to somebody who really likes something because it it does give me uh, kind of a fresh perspective. And like, I think maybe I was being a bit too harsh. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, I appreciate that. Philip really likes this game. I like playing games with Philip. (laughs) I, I like, I think, I think my, my whole, this game just is constantly frustrating until something funny happens. That is like, I I might be in your. I'm not gonna play this game again unless Philip is like, let's play this game, and I'll be like, ah, oh, I guess I'll download it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm in that same boat. I think if if I I could be persuaded to play it again, if somebody else was like, please, 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 play. It does help that game. it's a very small download. But, yeah. Which what started that on your? Because you guys one plays. Uh, uh, Chris plays on PC. And Tom plays on Xbox. What started yeah. the whole memory thing? Is it because you do you have like an obsession with memory? Because I also heard that you have like seventeen hard drives. Is that a joke or is that? <laughs> no, that's the truth. Chris, no, Chris does just... have that many hard drives. <laughs> I wish I had more. Honestly, do you use RAID? I would, I would like, is it like there. a backup it's situation? Not, it's not. It's not even RAID. It's just they're all. It's just all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kind of... Chris Chris likes to drain all of the power in his house by running. Oh my god, that's why my power is so high. Oh, (laughs) it's just always running, just exponential. It's always running. So is it like an obsession with the with memory and subconsciously? No, I mean, I thought like especially since we were both um, like we're playing on different platforms, uh, it would just be might be insightful for people to understand like especially like when you're on an xbox and especially now with like the series s um where space is super important uh because it's like there was 512 gigabytes like anything you put on there is just going to blow it up so um i just thought it'd be just useful to point that out and I, i still want someone from microsoft or one of these developers to tell us what the heck why is there such a big discrepancy sometimes in these games like where we have 50% more of the game on an Xbox versus on a PC when you would think it's the opposite most of the time. It, but Yeah, like where do you need to optimize? You need to optimize for the console that has right. less space. Yeah. It must be some so, kind of like maybe they have to like ha- write, put extra code that, I mean, like it has to be something like that. Like they something extra has to be in the Xbox version. I just can't imagine what. Like do they need to emulate Windows yeah. or what the hell is going on? I don't know. But per game, that's it is crazy. It's very crazy, yeah. yeah. That, that should be built into the system. If I would be sad <laughs> if I, one day I learned that they just they screwed that up yeah. so bad. But that's a Sony thing. That's what Sony, that's what Sony does with their PlayStation. They, they mess up the little things. You made me think of the, the Sega thing, how like every uh, Sega cartridge had a large chunk of it that was just reserved for the, the music cue at the beginning. It was like, Sega, right? <laughs> Really? Yeah, I said having that it? loaded on the console, it's on each cartridge. Oh my god! Which, speaking of Sega and stuff, I want to talk about what's in the background on in Tom's side. Chris, actually, this will be easier. Chris isn't like in a dark void that is constantly shifting. Yeah, as the he abyss. His arm. It's very. I mean, I just I just have a you know a black screen right now because my my background is not as interesting. It's very it's very interesting is. now because when you move your hand, you get a slight glimpse, and so. Every time you move your yeah. hand, I like, I, I look real quick. I'm like, what is, what's back there? He's hiding from us. There's nothing much. Honestly. Shrouded in darkness. <laughs> yes. What is, so how long have you been collecting? You've got like a ton of shit back there. I, I don't even see mine. I have like one tiny little shelf of like barely any games left after I moved for the first time. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, pretty long time. I, I have a very hard time getting rid of stuff. So, uh, I had, you know, back when I was 
a young a young lad uh, playing NES games and things like that. Like I have those still. So I, I never really. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, because I see he's got, all, he's got the boxes and everything too. Yeah, I, I I really would hold on to as much as I could. Obviously, when I was when I was born in the '80s, you know, so like. I didn't maybe do as great a job holding on to stuff back then, you know, but uh, certainly in the more modern times, you know, I have, you know, cases, instructions, everything. I don't, I don't get rid of oh, stuff. Oh, that is kind of interesting too, that there's a, is Philip dead? No. He does look, him. he does look frozen. That's very sad. Philip's gone. Goodbye. But, um, we, there's an age description. But I can see him right there. <laughs> it looks like, there, oh, there he went. Yeah, it looked oh, like he was is. frozen in uh, carbonite or kryptonite. Yeah, I'm it? lagging really bad right now, so I'm just carbonite. trying to oh, you better, not you use better bandwidth. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so he's, bad about that. I'm pretty sure – oh, I don't even – should I even say this? I'm pretty sure I was like – we were talking about Vermintide, and I was the elf, and I was like, yeah, I was killing people like Legolas from uh, Star Wars. And I was like uh, – even right now, I'm blanking. What is it? Oh, no. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I had oh some. Those, those are like the two franchises Tom like is obsessed with, and you just destroyed I had a, both of them <laughs> simultaneously. I had a friend; she was not only upset about oh, that, but also upset that Philip didn't correct me immediately. All right, yes, Philip's back. You, I wonder what that's going to do to the. What it doesn't matter that much. What was I saying? I went. This, Philip is gone for a second, and I just rambled, and I completely forgot what. I, oh, the age discrepancy. Yeah. Ethan, how old are you two? Because we are both twenty-eight. Wow. wow, children, yeah. sweet yeah, seven children, the both we're of you. Ten years older than you. Pretty do you much, think so. that maybe yeah. that might have had something to do with like how we felt generally about this game? I think oh. Philip's just gone. I think it could be because yeah. how. I feel like there's like there's like a lot of more like Tom and I actually talked about this. Um, I feel like there's more games now that are just like free roaming, if that's the kind of like open worldish to, to say it. Yeah, like I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, we we grew up with like Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that, but and Red Dead, <laughs> but but like <laughs> that's a great picture. Um, but like, there's just so much more, and like so many other ways of being. Uh, open world now, like the Minecrafts and the hey man, even that's pretty old now. I don't know. Um, even this game, it's just like it's just weird, quirky, free roaming kind of games that I'm like, uh, tell me what to do and I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, you guys, you guys grew up in a in a time of the sandbox, whereas when we grew up, sandbox as a, as a game type just straight up didn't exist. Like it didn't exist until we were teenagers. So it totally is a very different. Yeah, it's very interesting because like one of the earliest gaming memories I have is playing Final Fantasy VIII. It's like it, of mm. all games, but I mean, I played one of the first games I ever played was Super Mario. What is it? Mario Kart on the NES. It was on the SNES, right? The first one. SNES. Yeah, but that was already old when I was playing it. Like I was playing something that I knew was old, but that probably puts it in perspective yeah. <laughs> for you guys. I I was eagerly anticipating the arrival of the super nintendo it was something i saved up money for to, how to buy. much difficulty do you feel like playing specific like like modern games that kind of break away from archetypes like controller wise because i feel like this game was kind of like on the line for me like i was i'm already getting to a point where if it if it veers too far away from the norm of what i'm used to like right trigger to grab with the right hand left trigger to grab with the left hand that's ridiculous you know what Whoa, i mean i'm back 
Oh, I was just talking shit about the game where – don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I think intuitive controls are, are a big piece of it for me. Like yeah. I think I think the game has to kind of control intuitively, and when it doesn't, I buck against that. So I can understand why uh, your partner in crime over there uh, enjoys it because it bucks the trend. Uh, but for me, that's like a con, not a pro. Like, I, I mean, but to your point, like, I know you guys talked about skate earlier. Like, I thought those controls were actually pretty cool. Um, and I thought it made sense when it came out. Cause then before, I think before that, like, I think EA was doing a bunch of games that were utilizing the, 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 the thumbsticks, you know, the, the dual shots yeah. or whatever. Right. So there was like Fight Night, which I love that game. Yeah. That game is awesome. Uh, UFC. Um, like all the, all the, yeah, UFC, all the sports games, like they, they started to utilize all the, the thumbsticks to do that. Like, I mean, NBA Live when it was around. Oh, had it did, that didn't too. it? With the jump shot and, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Wow. Jump shot, like the way you, you crossed over. Like, I mean, now 2K does it now. So, like, you have the cross, uh, the, um, not just, a, not just the shot stick, but like you would cross over the ball and stuff like that with it. So it was fun. Like, I thought it was unique enough, but I, obviously it can be not as accurate as like pressing a button. Yeah. But it was, it was still, I thought it was, I, I enjoyed that. And I, I sometimes I like when things are a little quirky like that because just, you know, adds a little tension to it or whatnot. But I, but for this game, it was the thing that just frustrated me. Like the climbing mechanic was always just like, I didn't get it. I couldn't process the idea of like, how do I, okay, I get like, I grab this, but then like I have to look up and then like look down and then do this at the same time. And I was like, okay, I can't, I'm out. Yeah. It, it's very specific. The, the whole, you have to look up yeah. before the grab and then look down whenever you want to go up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Of course, that, of that's course. How it works. the the whole the whole <laughs> skate thing because we played a lot of skate when we were in high school, me and Philip, and like a ton of it. And I hated it. I hated every moment yeah. because I was a hardcore. <laughs> maybe I'm just really set in my ways, but I was hardcore into Tony Hawk as a kid growing up. That was actually mm. like a very influential game, just a developmental game, pretty much like a series that I grew up yeah. with. All of a sudden, I can't do a nine thousand trick combo. I have to like do two <laughs> tricks and then I'm done. And I'm like, and I have to do complicated. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to press X and left on the stick and do a kickflip. Like, can I just do that? And then press Y and then magnetize onto a grind, grinding rail that's five feet from me. But it's fine. Right. Like, so so you're not excited for the remake? I I did. I have since flipped. I am. I've been playing Skate One, and it yeah. is very frustrating because I'm bad at it. But um, I'm slowly yeah. learning. Like, because it it's like the frustrating stuff is. In my head, it's like I know this is probably fixed later on because it's like you ollie off of the tip of like a uh, a kicker and then you just go an inch off the ground and fall straight down and I'm and I need to go like way deeper for a mission like I need to like grind on a whirl that's way over there and I'm like this is probably like settled in skate two and three more than likely but I'm playing yeah. the OG one because yeah. I am sadistic I guess I I generally like the more arcade style experiences. So like I would lean to- more towards a Tony Hawk versus a skate. Like the 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 simulator stuff generally speaking doesn't grab me. Yeah. It cuz it just feels like work. The whole I I have a full-time job. I don't need another Which one. is half of the premise right. of your whole podcast, which is why you guys only play an hour to see if you like the game or not. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It's not just a a cop out just to get those episodes out because I wish we could fucking play for an hour. Holy shit! Some of these <laughs> games, yeah. But um, 
Yeah. And now I'm just mad because I'm thinking about Activision and what they did to my beautiful <laughs> guitar hero and Tony Hawk. And... All right, Abe, I think we need to let our guests go. We said we were going to let him go at 10 and is now 20 minutes past that point. Oh. <laughs> Are you just like standing by the door to get Wi-Fi? I'm as like close that? to the router as I can be now. <laughs> <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Philip has been just disconnecting and reconnecting, and we get, like, a still image of his face. Like, you know how, like, 50-, 60-year-old men take Facebook pictures sometimes, and they're just, like, staring yeah. down at the at the camera, <laughs> and it's, like, chest high? And that's what we would get a still image from a shitty yeah. laptop webcam <laughs> just over and over again. So if there, if one of us are laughing randomly throughout the last, like, 20 minutes, it's because of that. I want to yeah. thank Chris and Tom for coming once again to the Gaming Together a Cooperative Podcast. Go check out their show. Uh, one decision, one hour, right? I fucking one hour, hate one decision. you. <laughs> <laughs> you can fix it in just post. It. Just yeah, one decision, decision. one hour. <laughs> or one hour. No, you got yeah. me fucking saying it backwards now. Oh, oh my God. Our show is called One Hour, One Decision. One with Tom and Chris, yes. not Chris and Tom. That's right. And you can find us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And we're on YouTube now to, to Tom's uh I forgot delight. about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, you guys did that with the uh, Goat Simulator episode. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we started with that. So, And you can, you can find us like on the Twitter. <laughs> no. No liking and subscribing. This is not a YouTube video. Please like it. This really helps us yeah, out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hit that <laughs> notification bell, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they can't do that. This is Brought a podcast. Brought to Legends and Raycons. Right. <laughs> yeah, Raycons. You can't forget Ray- the Raycons. Oh, God. Vessies. I got those Vessie shoes, by the way, though. I, I did get Raycons. <laughs> I have Raycons. I have like four pair of them. It's All right. We're, I'm, we are sorry that so, this yeah. is – our show is such a shit show, and this happens to everyone. But <laughs> no, All right. Funny. Well, if, if you'd like to listen to something professional, you can come <laughs> over and listen to ours. Fuck it. Their show is much better produced than ours. Can you just That's edit a buzzer like a fucking – the fucking – Not the air horn. The fucking – we were talking about 2K. Oh, you, were, you weren't here. The the fucking shot clock buzzer. No, nah, man. I don't watch soccer. Oh. Yeah. All right. Ooh, we're, we're, we're just messing up all of the sports and your, and your favorite movies. <laughs> Let's just get away before, while we're still friends. Let's just get out of here. All right. So let's take a quick break and we'll say goodbye to our guest in the music place. Yeah, we, um, we, never mind. I was going to talk shit about ourselves. It'll be okay. No, no, no. That's, but that's, that's good to know. We should, we should do that, Chris. Talk shit about yourselves. (laughs) But you should, you you should also get a better computer, but that's. Yeah. Well, you know, when the chips are not short and I don't have to pay a thousand dollars for a 10 year old. Philip, he said that, he said that his computer used to be running Vista not too long ago. I don't remember what episode that was. It might be a long time ago. That's true. But I heard that. It was, it, it, it still can. It's, I have a dual boot (laughs) and one of them is still Vista. Didn't Microsoft, didn't Windows 11 just release or 12 or whatever? It, yeah, it really like, like right yeah, now. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. You gonna upgrade? I could upgrade. Yeah. I, I'm running ten. I'm running ten. I could upgrade ten to eleven. I don't. Are I don't. Sure. Are you sure? Did you used to? Are, are you saying if if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Is that what you're saying? Because you may be right. I mean, maybe I should just leave ten alone. Did yeah, you did sure. you play like disc game, disc based PC games on that computer? Like, how old is that computer actually to you? 
It's old. It's not disc based, you know. But I, I mean, oh well. You say discs, and you mean not floppy discs. You mean compact <laughs> CDs. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I have. Yeah, it has. It has a dual CD drive. Well, it's interesting because you were like you, you're into Star Wars, and one of the only games I ever had for the PC. Like I had like three or four CDs. I have Age of Empires, and then I had like a Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. I think it was, or was it a different one? Did you play that? Yeah, Galactic Battlegrounds is good. It's a uh, it's RTS. Is it, is it the one Star that's Wars. exactly Age of? Because there's a multiple. We we had this problem once before where yeah. we got these confused. There's another one I can't remember the name of, but there's two. There's an RTS where like you're taking over planets in the conquest, and then there's one that is literally just like a Age of Empires two reskin, and that's the one I played. Was the Age of Empires one? I think Galactic Battlegrounds is the the Age of Empires. Okay, style so I probably just one. yeeted that shit out of my brain whenever I realized the other one was wrong. <laughs> perfect all right we're gonna be here forever right. unless you guys like just <laughs> oh, yeah. just leave we're we're just disconnect? Leave <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about because i've never done this before where i just leave on them chris are it's you sure that's gonna be okay i think i think it should be fine yeah it, it'll be fine okay i mean it's not our podcast yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. They can are you both right <laughs> well, i don't want them to lose all of our audio that would blow are are you both leaving right now? Because if so, we can just end it and then just me and Philip just make a new room out of like. When we're back. When we're back. Yeah. Wow. Just us now. We. All alone. Is, we is a, a word that doesn't completely describe the situation we find ourselves in right now. No. <laughs> They're gone. All right. Philip, what, what have we not talked about? Maybe just like kind of our personal experience in the game. There were many moments of you and me intentionally throwing our run kind of like we were not speed running this game and some of my favorite moments would be like i go through a door and then i'd turn around and hold the door closed so you can get through <laughs> there's a moment specifically that like we were doing that to a gate and then as i got through i grabbed you by the like the collar and pulled you in and then i was yeah. the one trying to close the door on you i was like <laughs> fucking bitch die this game is so stupid there is one particular time. There's one specific moment that I caught on the stream where I'm like, I might just download this stream and like make a video of it, like a like a, a minute long video of yeah. just the moment. I was crippled over, like I literally almost went into the fetal position. I was laughing so hard. But um, and it was just like there's like a seesaw thing that has a small side, so it's like a uneven seesaw where one side is way longer than the other one. And if you're on that short side, it will flip the seesaw so that the long side's on the other side. But you'll fall down into a pit, right? Well, we were trying to do something. We were trying to, like, get a stick on fire and bring it to the other side somehow. And so since you have a stick in your hand, it's hard to – you can't parkour anymore. You can't climb on things. Well, we were messing with the seesaw. You fall down. And I'm laughing at you kind of already because it's like, look, he just fell. What an idiot. And then the seesaw <laughs> flips around and then bonk on my fucking head it like i happened to be standing in a random place where the seesaw flipped around and landed right on me and it turned me into like an accordion like for a second and but the sound the sound along with the unexpected because we were i was a little frustrated at that point like i had a little tension going we were already struggling just getting this damn stick across the other side (laughs) and but it it like snapped that tension it was like a wire like a garrot wire that just got that just got hit by a knife and it's boing, like just gone. You know what I mean? Like, it was great. I was trying to describe that in a way. I don't know if I described it good enough in the 
the earlier recording, but I hope I did. I hope I wasn't rambling too hard. <laughs> no, you're good. So let's go right into our final review. Do you want to lead off on this one? Uh, yeah. Game's pretty fun. <laughs> Game's pretty fun. It's on Game Pass. Wow. What a review. <laughs> it's, it's incredibly frustrating, but the more people you have in the lobby the goofier things kind of become like the more chaotic and as everyone who listens to this podcast knows i'm an agent of chaos and so the more chaos the better unfortunately this game kind of has like an end goal and the end goal is hard to get to and so if you if everyone is struggling then it is miserable but if you do have somebody like one or two people who are efficient at the game that can get to the end that usually means that they have to do all the work one thing that maddie observed was that i would consistently just be standing in the middle of a room and just watching you do work (laughs) and i'm just like like there was a time when we were doing a steam puzzle and like we had to get pipes this was frustrating by the way we skipped this puzzle after a minute we got frustrated but um you have to take steel pipes and like they're like curved and it's kind of like the Bioshock mini game for hacking Bioshock one. Yeah. If you guys can remember that, but like basically there's a bunch of like PVC pipes that are like T shaped and L shaped like Tetris pieces. And you have to like maneuver them in a way that steam is going through all the way to the end so that you can activate a little valve, a release valve or something. It, it And you have like no, almost no control over what is happening with your hands and the direction things flip and land sometimes <laughs> what was i even say <laughs> i was frustrated in this fire i'm frustrating myself just remembering this <laughs> yeah uh well one thing you did kind of point out is just like how limited control you have there were a lot of points where you would be just be watching me and i'm like nave i'm just gonna brute force this and you're like but we could just do this and i'm like no, I have to do it this way. And then you would basically like come up with your own solve for the same problem while I was doing something insane in the corner trying to figure <laughs> out this. You're like, I need to get this plank this way and I can climb up it. Then I'm going to grab the end of pole vault to the other side. I'm like, but why don't we just move this spool like right next to, the, and then we just climb up the spool. The spool. <laughs> you're yeah. just trying to do it for like five minutes and you're just like, move out of my way nave <laughs> and you just start climbing up because i'm all obviously struggling to climb up the spool because it's rolling as you're climbing up and you just climb up it first try you just parkour up the thing. i'm like okay usually i step you on you there. as i climb it oh it's so funny when you're both trying to climb the same like ledge and like whoever got there first gets instead of, it gets grabbed on and then they're climbing it's like what is that not what like cats do to each other yeah. when they're climbing up like a couch together like, they just climb over each other. Like, it's World War Z. So, for my final words on this game, I would say it's on Game Pass. Definitely go play it. Play Couch Co-op, and it'll be a great time. You definitely need to give it to at least the third level, because you will struggle with the terrible controls until the third level, and then you have to learn how to climb to beat that level. It will not let you advance. And once you learn how to climb, you can beat the rest of the game. But the hardest part is just getting over that one little bit, and then you're going to be like, oh, there was never any problem. This is where you can suffer from being carried through the game. Because I remember when I was playing with my youngest daughter, she could not master climbing. And we got to this point, and I had just pretty much been beating each level to the third point, like the little canyon level. And I got to this point, and I'm like, all right, she will not be able to play the game unless she learns to climb here. And so at that point, I literally just like, stop playing or I just like walked around 
while she just sandboxed for like 30, 40 minutes, just trying to learn how to climb before she finally figured it out. Now she can beat, you know, any level with me and we'll just like fly through. So Not download me. the game, give it a shot. There's a lot of content also. They're still updating this game. Like there's a reason why this game came out in like 2015, 2016 or something like that. 2016. And there's a reason why it they haven't come out with a new game yet. It's because they just recently came out with a new level, the forest. Yeah. And that's interesting because when Philip was playing, he was like, I think we only have like two or three levels left. I'm like looking at the achievement list. I'm like, there's so many fucking levels, dude. There's a lot of them. And <laughs> me doing that consistently, like we've struggled and suffered through the ice level for like maybe what felt like 20 to 30 minutes. It was, it was really hard, not hard, but just like tedious. And we were like, or Philip was, I was like looking at the levels. He's like, I think there's only like one level left. And I look and I'm like, there's at least six. There's like five or six. And he's just like, no way. And then he backed out to the menu and he's like, do you want to just pick and choose? And I was just like, dude, yeah, oh, yeah. sure. One thing we didn't talk about is we were getting burnt out at the end. God, like I'm already in a pretty stressful, you know, had a, a rough week at this point. I'm not really sure how your week's been going. I feel like I barely talked to you at this point. But when we got near like hour nine or 10, I don't know how long we were playing this game together, but I was just like, I get it. We're jelly people and we climb. Like, I don't need any more of these levels, but there were so many more levels. I had a little bit of a revelation. This game kind of has like this really weird entertainment curve. Like if you had to plot it out on a graph, like at the very beginning, at the very beginning, you're having like 40% entertainment. You know what I mean? I'm trying to like, so so like, so it's like a, it's like a line graph. So it's 40%, then it kind of dips down to like 10% entertainment because you You are suffering with the controls. Then like after you start mastering it a little bit, it goes up to like 70 or 80%, especially the more people you're playing with that you are communicating with it, it go, it climbs like this game gets really fun, but then the better you guys get at it. Do you believe like, this is my hypothesis. Now, once you start mastering the game, does the fun immediately die? I think it does drop a little. Because it's the silly shenanigans that really spike the fun. So at this point, you're just like going through the motions of completing the level until something silly happens. And then you're like, oh, that was so silly. And then you complete the level, you know? Yeah, well, so it's like once me and you, because I got pretty good at the game towards the end. Like yeah. like there were some levels that you were like, Nave, you're just going to have to do this because something's wrong my, with my controller. Yeah, my, my controller and I'm just like, weird. I don't think I can do that because that looks really hard, like monkey bars. And then I just did it on the first try. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like <laughs> getting good at <laughs> I know this. What to do. Like, yeah, so it's like uh, I, I feel like that's just a hypothesis. There's no way to test it, I guess, because fun is so subjective. But. Like, I feel like once we both got good at the game, our fucking... Because that was the end game, too, whenever I was, like, really doing stuff. And it was like, well, now we, we've got the experience. There really isn't anything, like, actually new that we were seeing as we jumped around levels. And at the same time, it's like, yeah, like, he grabbed me by the neck and he's trying to pull me off for the 700th time in the last two days. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's weird. It, it keeps happening, surprisingly. Yeah, well, well my that favorite is, part the... is like we go through like a tunnel, and I I'm able to go through the tunnel first, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wait for him and jump scare him. The second <laughs> he comes, funny. Through, like every time, I'm like never should have come here. <laughs> you know, it's like, like that was just wow. because it was like we had to make they had to be so dramatically different. Like the whenever I did the thing with the rock, where I grabbed the rock and I said. 
we'll make it again. Like it, the the yeah. whole context of why that was so funny to me was that it, we had to struggle for like 15 minutes just to get the bridge, which I don't even think is what we were supposed to do. Like, I don't, I do not believe we were supposed to bring that plank up to where we were from like the love, the, the area before, like the puzzle before we brought an object all the way up this, like, this horrible staircase that moves up and down as weight is applied. It is like that was not what we were supposed to do. There was a there was a solution that we were just missing, but it was just so funny because <laughs> it it was so spontaneous. It had to be spontaneous and random. Like it, that was the only way to ease the tension towards the end. And Which I did make just, it again. You did make it kind again of. on the first try. Well, I didn't make the jump, but I was able to throw the rock as I was falling onto the end of the bridge <laughs> so that you could grab it. What was I saying? Oh, like, yeah. So, like, the spontaneous uh, occurrences were a lot less frequent, the better we got at the game, I guess. It's oh, like you know, Nave, what we could have done, the rocks were all different sizes, but they would stack. So it, And they respawned me through them off the cliff, and they would drop in a stack. You're not going to well, fucking say just stack them up and then knock them over, are you? Yeah, stack them up, knock it over with the tiniest rock on top, and maybe it would it would fall off that ledge over to the other ledge. Because if we kept just throwing them randomly, and the stack would always fall over. What if we just needed a more stable stack? I, I'm That sounds harder than what we did, which was already very time-consuming. Stacking True. rocks? Do you remember when we stacked the PVC pipes to climb over that wall? Well, no. Then even we that was a little we bit didn't stack. We wouldn't need to stack them, though, because... When things fall off the cliff, they fall from the sky right back to where there's a little spawn location is. So if we would throw off, like we'd move all the rocks off the point, throw off the biggest one, then the next size, and the next size, and the next size. And they would stack up like a little mountain. I think they fell back where they spawned on top of those little sp- on the top of those little poles. Yeah. I'm almost So you're saying like stack them up upside down? Well, no, because they were just like in weird locations originally. Like, we throw the pole off, the pole will come down standing up, it'll land, we stack everything on top of the pole, and then we can push the pole over to throw the rocks to the other side. Like dominoes, kind of. I think the only way to suck, because I I can't even imagine what we're talking about anymore. I think the only way to do this is just look at just someone playing that level and beating it on YouTube and just see what they do. We don't talk about that. I would laugh, I don't have time for that either. I would laugh hysterically (laughs) though if we did do that, and it was a guy bringing that board up. (laughs) Oh god. Well, I'm not the only one with that idea. You have anything more to say on Human Fall Flat before we start to move on to the admin stuff? Nope, not really. Game was yep. alright. It's, it's was another one of those games are a lot more fun when you're playing with people, which is exactly what this podcast is about anyways. So, like I was saying to them, I was like, this game frustrated the shit out of me. I like playing with Philip though, and Philip was having a lot of fun. So, I was like, getting some of that but you know, if if this game didn't have those really stupid silly things happening i i would be miserable the whole time i think if i didn't have things yeah, if to it like was pure puzzle laugh at yeah if it was like yeah. if it was like i was gonna say portal but that's a bad example um portal you know, those games, like, moments too, though. yeah that's why it's a bad example <laughs> i was i was thinking like those puzzle games i can't remember any of them off the t- i could just, there's i've played a hundred of them like the oh, witness there's one called cube squared yeah the witness is a good example Cube Squared is another co-op game that is pure puzzle, and that is pure frustration. Put it on the list. We'll play it. It's on Game Pass. I hate yeah, it. Well, so actually, much. well, if we both play, well, is it physics fucking puzzles? No, it is like logic moving boxes puzzles. Okay, 
I mean, we can put it on the, why not? But because I have Wolfenstein Youngblood on the list, so I mean, we can put whatever fuck I guess. All right. Uh, you were able to find some feedback. I don't know if this is feedback. But... Is it? I don't know. It's a comment. It is comment. Someone talked in our direction, and now we'll acknowledge it right now. Three, two. Are you reading it, or you want me to read it? <laughs> You're reading. You you found it. Oh, I was like, why is he just not saying anything? <laughs> All right. This is your feedback. This is from. All right, well, this is off of Good Pods, which if you guys don't have Good Pods, it's an awesome place to find indie podcasts. Let's uh, talk about that. Good Pods is pretty cool. You can, like, leave individual reviews and comments on episodes as you're watching them, and there's, like, different toggles where you can find, like, you can go to, like, murder mystery genre. I don't know how they sort the genres, to be completely honest, but um, I got a funny joke about that, actually. But uh, you can go to, like, murder mystery or whatever, and then you can see, like, all of the top podcasts right there, which those are the top podcasts that are listened to on good pods. So you're not going to see like at the very top, you're not going to see like uh, a last podcast on the left yeah, or something like that. Yeah. You're not going to see stuff. Well, you might, it, it might be there. Cause I, I never looked, but you go onto like the video gaming thing and you can see a whole bunch of other podcasts that are just like us that uh, like one, one hour, one decision uh, is also on there. They're always like number two or number three, like way high up there on the list of uh, indie video game podcasts. It's really cool because you can find people and it's, it's kind of like a social media site for podcasters. If you think it, it's not, it's less of a podcast catcher, more of a social media website. Cause you kind of can find the podcasters. Like you can find me and Philip on there. I don't know if Philip's really using it, but I've been using it for off and on for a little while just to interact with other podcasters. And it's very interesting. So, so this is where this comment came from. They put it on our Saints Row 4 episode. And it says, oh, this is Kiki from Mission Spooky. At Mission Spooky. They're, they have a podcast. If you see on the screenshot you took, that little microphone there. Yeah. That's, that means that that person has a podcast. I forget what it's called. I think it's Mission Spooky. Yeah, I think it like is that. too. All right. So the podcast is, in fact, Mission Spooky. So there we go. Anyway, it says... Quote, unquote, I win again, says my favorite voice in this ridiculous game. Really fun to listen to someone talk about Saints Row. I got hooked on this game series by accident. Laughed my butt off all the way through four. Well done, guys. Clapping emoji or praying emoji. I can't remember. Maybe she's praying. Maybe, is that a thanks emoji? How do you say thanks with your hands? Like that. Like thanks. No, hands together. Palms together. Yeah. Like praying. I don't. Well, that's what I said. It looks like a praying. It could be praying or it's clapping. There's like lines. Anyways, we're old. We don't do emojis. Yeah, I don't that, do emojis. Hell yeah, Saintro Four is tight. Another Saintro lover, of course. Saintro Four is great. I don't know what she means by I win again. I think it's Zinyak probably, or maybe it's the main character. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Unfortunately, um, it might be also if it is the main character, it might be another in, uh, instance of different dialects or different slightly different voice lines. Because if 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 Kiki played as a female, which I think most people play as whatever gender they normally are, like in these kinds of games, whenever you get to make yeah. your character, that might have been like a, another like set of dialogue that we never got to hear. Anyways, all right, uh, yeah, if you want your comment or email read on the air go ahead and get in contact with us you know post it on any of our random places like good pods or apple or send us an email gaming together pod at gmail.com there's also the twitter and i do want to point this out like we are always looking for guests if you're another podcaster or just someone that really 
cares a lot about co-op gaming. Like, reach out to us. Maybe we can play a game together. Especially like if an you open want to invitation. play the game with us also. That's like the fucking... We're lonely. Play... <laughs> We're lonely. Please. Oh. Um, the Twitter is at GameTogetherPod, not Gaming Together. We can't brush over that, Philip, because the Twitter's all goofed up. So oh, no. the Twitter at is goofed up. You have to, like, Game Together Pod. And on Good Pods, I am at Guns vs. Kittens, all one word, I believe. Yes, Guns vs. Kittens, all one word, just like my gamer tag, but with no spaces. Like, my gamer tag has spaces. I think you're just tough, or are you Dr. Tough? I do not know. It doesn't uh, matter. You don't really use it anyways. Yeah. You can, If you want to talk specifically to Philip, he's right there. If you go to our Twitter, you will be talking to me. I run the Twitter. Yeah. You're on the Facebook, which the Facebook died. What happened there, Philip? Did not your what? not our I Facebook? Still... Oh, no, Facebook, Facebook died itself totally. died. Yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah, anything that about weird. that? Because I have no idea. No, I think it's cybercrime, but I'm not you sure. So you got so defensive when I said that. <laughs> you said oh what? God, I've been doing like daily updates, you know, or not updates, just like reposts and stuff like that. Okay, I was yeah, I was talking about Facebook in general. I think a bunch of things died, but I think apparently Xbox Live went down too. What? But... Yeah, I was at work, so it didn't matter to me. But I think maybe Xbox Live, or maybe because it was a, it was like the Sony people, the, the like the fanboys that were posting about it. So maybe they weren't actually down. Maybe it was down for some people, but I okay. Don't moving know. on, what are we gonna do for next week? I want to play Diablo two, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I have to buy that. I I did buy it for myself. It's pretty cool. It's interesting. It's very. It's still very old looking, even though they updated the visuals, which is interesting. Uh, we have the ascent. The ascent is crossplay, so that's what I'm mainly looking at, because that seems like the most likely candidate. But we also have games like um, I don't know. I guess we could talk about Loomis Gate if you wanted to, and if we could find someone to talk That'd about Loomis cool. Gate, because it's an interesting game that I really definitely want to play. But you're not using your Xbox right now, are you? No, I'd have to play it on laptop. Okay, with, so that's uh, the thing. I don't think we could do that. Not completely reliable internet. I wonder how stressful the ascent is. Then we might have to reach into the retrospective bag, then, yeah. which we haven't done that in a long time, anyways. So I mean, honestly, this episode could have been a retrospective. Probably we could have just not played this game. I think it's better that we played this game because I did have a lot of fun. There, like we played probably like of the like eight or nine hours we played, I probably had about an hour worth of fun. Oh, really? That's so low. <laughs> but the fun I had was, like, dude, if I ever double double over and fall on, fall to the floor laughing, like, come on. You it was know worth I mean? it. Okay. That, that was worth it. I definitely, I'm not upset that we played the game. I was upset the first day. I don't think anything really particularly insane happened the first day. But also, we were playing through all the levels I'd already played before. <laughs> you know? Like, because the first time we played before, we got all the way to the... Uh, the boat level and we got like three quarters of the way through the boat level we got to that part where the the raft and there's that the long pole that we got stuck at originally remember? oh yeah i know you're talking about yep and you you got permanently stuck there i had to like get to the checkpoint afterwards i we got to that point specifically and went we're done <laughs> we can't yeah, do this anymore. we were too frustrated so we had to go through all of that all over again once we got to kind of like the newer stuff like that whole thing with the bridge hitting me that was on day two where shit was just happening like occasionally like something ridiculous would happen and since since i was streaming i was kind of like a little bit reinvigorated as well it feels like too if something happened i wanted to see it 
You know what I mean? So I was like so yeah. much more active, like actively doing stuff instead of like if I was frustrated, I was just like, well, whatever. I'm just frustrated. I'll watch what Philip is doing instead of just standing around <laughs> cooking myself some ramen, which I did anyways on stream. I ate some ramen. Doesn't matter. Tut, tut. All right. Anything you want to say to the call partners before we let them go? Send us some email. Send us some Twitter stuff. Like I am pretty active on Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I, I think most of these because those th- I did read off some tweets. I'm going to try at least eight hours before we start recording. I'm going to try and start remembering to put a tweet out to like ask and ask questions about a game. You know what I mean? And be yeah. specific, because I feel like every time I put a tweet out that didn't say anything about we're recording an episode on this game specifically, uh, people will be like, uh, not as inclined to ask. Or maybe it was just the games themselves, I don't know. Because it was like Quake and uh, Saints Row 4, no one said anything. But I think we got one for the Age of Empires one. I, I haven't really been doing them every episode either. It's been like sporadic whenever I just felt like it. This time I was like, we're recording on Human Fall Flat. How do you? And I asked like a broad range of questions as well. Like I'm like, do you guys like games with bad controls? Like, are you a bad co-op partner? Are you chaotic? Are you chaotic evil co-op partner? Or are you lawful good? You know what I mean? Just kind of yeah. scattershotting. I think it's fun to just have things to bounce off of, especially with guests. Reading the the, the comments isn't like as interesting if we have guests, but having the guests itself is just have that's so much like extra things to laugh about you know extra things to bounce off of i'm spinning my tires let's fucking go i'm so tired it is like 10 o'clock well thanks for joining us co-op partners maybe we can uh i don't know pick up rocks and throw each off each other off cliffs again next time maybe we can fall flat next time yep humans fall flat gaming human fall flat gaming together fall flat we are we game together bye bye we are a gaming podcast bye